Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook has invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts. Learn more about their ongoing work at about.fb.com safety. Hey everybody, I was thinking about today, um, maturity, and I was thinking about how, how important it is as we get older, or as we, uh, go from day to day, which is still getting older, how important it is that we search for maturity, or we search for a better way, and when I say maturity, I don't just mean the aging process, I mean how we think. Improving the manner in which we think and the ideas that we think and expounding on our previous thoughts, our beliefs. And the reason I'm thinking about that is because as you as you get older and you you kind of you listen to for me, I find myself listening to people argue and not necessarily just the, the, the argument sake, but listening to what their what their grievances really are. And a lot of times it'll the conversations will devolve into, you know, just name calling and personal attacks instead of the issues. And the issues are where we can where we can build our maturity, where we can examine why does this thing bother me the way that it does? And you can do that from year to year. Why did that thing bother me so much? Why did I immediately go to physical violence? Why did I immediately start cussing them out? Why did I, why did I approach that situation from the beginning? And you can often find, you know, and this is just a study. I suggest that you just study yourself, your part of the, the interaction, because the only thing that you can truly control on the earth is you and your responses. What the other person will do is, is up in the air. You never know. You can't predict good or bad, right or left, up or down, what the other person will do. But you can predict, and even further, you can take action to prevent or to engage what you will do. So I think that it's important that in in talking about maturity, you have to examine even the things that you thought to be 100% infallible and true in your youth, you have to re-examine those things and explore what what do they mean to you now. Is my my firm belief that truth is consistent, that what is true when I was nine is still true when I'm 39 or 49 or 59, 69, 79, 109 is still true. As the the thing that changes is that your understanding of that truth changes. The truth doesn't change. There's a uh, a message that I heard one time in church where they were talking about the Bible and they said that there's one revelation but many illuminations. And what that is to say is that the truth is out there and there's only one truth out there and it's been laid flat and bare. But the illuminations is the many different facets that we understand about that truth. And an example would be if I were to put a uh, a wooden a wooden piece of furniture on the table, right? 
I put a wooden piece of furniture there. You would tell me that it's wood. You would talk about the shape of it and the color of it. But the detail and the illumination of that would be the type of wood, the the direction of the wood grain, maybe. Uh, it would be more about the the artisan who made it. It'd be more about, you know, the the paint, the type of paint that it was used, the, any type of sealants that are on there, any type of stains that are on there, any type of embellishments. Those would be the illuminations of it. But the the revelation would be just the observance of it as it is. It is a piece of furniture on a table. That's the revelation. Our illuminations would be the greater detail, the uh, the specificity of how it was, how it came to be, basically. And I think that we should take that same approach to our ideas and especially our beliefs and how we take action. Because that does make a difference. Our our actions are directly correlated to our belief system. We believe X, Y, and Z, so we take action to support it or we take action to refute it. So I think that in in interpersonal relationships, it's problematic when you're still having the same conversations and the same arguments that you had when you were, you know, 14. You're still having them at 48. You're still having the same conversations and you're still making wildly uh, <laughs> accusatory generalizations. All men are this. All women are that. I think it's it's it points to a, a lack of growth because you have to understand that all people are never one thing, generally speaking. All people are never one thing. You can't put a put a label on all people just because your experiences may have been bad ones if i always chose broken down cars and if i always chose cars that didn't meet my needs i would say that all cars are bad and i got proof because i had four or five different cars and all of them were bad if i didn't examine how i choose the cars and what are good cars versus what are bad cars and even further, what's a good car for me versus what's a bad car for me? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, you know, the best, the best argument for or against cars. And I think that it's the same with people. You have to examine not even the choices you make, how you come about those choices, and how you define what is good and what is bad, and then your choices in response to how you de how you define good and bad. And that to do that, it takes a great amount of maturity, emotional maturity, interpersonal maturity. You have to grow. You have to understand that as an adult, it's not that you don't have similar thoughts to when you were a teenager. It's just that your processes get better. Your 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 detail and your detective work become more illuminated. You understand the greater picture. You understand the why. It's the reason why things that your parents may have said when you were younger seem so foolish, but as you get older, you begin to understand and understand them better because of maturity. You understand the details. You understand the why, why they chose to do it this way versus that way. And why, even though you, you would do it a different way now that you're an adult, you understand why your parents did it the way that they did because it was the options that they had. Now, for me, the greatest example I have of that, of course, in my, my growing up was my mother. 
And my mother volunteered when we were younger kids, like a toddler to maybe like close to fifth, fourth or fifth grade. Um, my mother volunteered at the schools that we were at. And it's interesting because I, I, I can only see it once I had kids and I began to kind of look more at, you know, as I got older and then as I had kids, as you look at your, your parents through a different lens, you look at them as parents, you know, in a, in a, as in a peer group kind of thing. And what my mom did and now what, what my wife is doing now is uh, my mom volunteered at the school and my, my wife works at the school and the reasons are the same. The reasons are because they wanted to be close to their children and they wanted to support them in their developmental stages. And many different people would do it a bunch of different ways. And that's cool. You can do it any way you choose to do it. But the the interesting part is that if you uh, if you if you do it one way or if you do it another way, it still accomplishes the goal. But the 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 understanding is that your purpose is to get closer to the kids. So for again, for my mom and for my wife, the purpose is to get closer to your children. And I didn't understand that because you you think, you know, other people's parents have, you know, established careers and they did it one way and they did it the other way. And it's not that I thought that my mom's way was wrong or that I thought their parents' way was right. I just didn't understand. I didn't understand why she made made the decision that she did. And as you get older, you understand that it was, to me, and again, probably because of how I grew up, I feel like it was a good decision to make because I remember those times. I remember them vividly, um, even now. And it was a good decision for her to have made, and I'm thankful that she did make that decision, and I trust and believe that my kids will have the same thing because for me as a kid, it was just, you know, the fun thing. But even beyond the fun thing, it was... As you get older, it was a love thing. You understand that that's an expression of love, that that kind of care, the expression of love. It's not not a selfish love. It's a love that I want to protect you. And to protect a person is selfless because to protect, you have to put yourself in between that thing and potential danger. And that's a selfless act. So I'm thankful for that. But I think that it, it requires emotional maturity to A, even be selfless and to B, to recognize that at, at a later stage in life, that that was a good decision. Or you can say how you grew up, you can examine that and say, oh, that was a bad decision. I don't want to do that. But either way, it requires a great deal of emotional maturity. It requires a great deal of maturity overall. You have to grow up. You have to examine all the decisions that you make, you have to put them under scrutiny. Is this what you want? Does this accomplish the goal that you set it out to do? What is the goal that you set it out to do? What is a good or a bad way to have that happen? And I think that in examining those, as you age, you, you see your growth. You see that there's a time where I would have thought this and done this. And now that I, I have a, a better perspective and a better vantage point, with age, I can say I'll do this versus that. And it doesn't have to be over a 20 year span of life. It can be over one summer. 
you can think about a bunch of things and say, wow, I really I really don't want to approach those things like that. That's not benefiting me at all. So those those are just kind of what I was what I was thinking about, just being mature and having maturity and being being more proactive in how you process the things that you believe to be true each and every day. So again, a big thought, a lot of different, uh, a lot of different facets, even in that, but I, I, I look forward to the dialogue that, that I'll may that I may have one day on this topic, but it is maturity and we have to mature in order to, to grow ourselves, but we have to mature in order to maintain and cultivate peace between those that are in our worlds, the people that are around us. We have to grow. We have to mature. We have to get better than what we were even yesterday, if you can. So, all right, talk to you later. Facebook has invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts. Learn more about their ongoing work at about.fb.com safety.